0: heard that in church, or I remember what I learned in church, or I remembered what songs I heard in church. Several years ago, I read a book about people that had after, <clears throat> how can I say it, near-death experiences, people who'd had different things happen to them, and they they went into the spirit realm. They died, but they came back. They had near-death experiences, and many of those people gave testimony about how when they had that experience, they remembered songs that they'd learned in Sunday school. They remembered songs they'd learned in children's ministry, and their lives were impacted as children by Being in church and it impacted their lives as adults. Excuse me. Plant the seeds of righteousness in your child's life. Here's a list of things. Number one is truth. Can I just say it? The world knows nothing about truth, the culture we live in. Isn't it true? The truth changes constantly in the world, but God's Word never changes. And if you'll plant the seeds of truth in your children's hearts, it'll produce righteousness. The next thing is faith. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. When you read the Scriptures to your children, when they hear the Scriptures in Ground Zero, when they hear the Scripture in Power Kids, it stirs the seeds of faith in their heart. Then the next thing is love. The Bible says the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the power of the Holy Spirit. Listen, when you receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, you receive the love of God. And your children need to grow up in love. They need to know about love. They need to be loved. And not only are they loved by God, but they're loved by their families. And it makes all the difference in the world. I found a verse in 2 Timothy 3.15. It's not going to be on the screen because I was studying and I found this. And it so ministered to me. And I wanted to read it to you. Paul is talking to Timothy. Timothy is a young pastor. Listen to what he says to him. He's talking to him about his life. And that from childhood you have known the Holy Scripture, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. Let me read it one more time. And that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures. Another translation says infancy. Now, I looked up infancy, and in the dictionary, infancy is from birth to 12 months. Listen, it's never too early to bring your kids to church. It's never too early to read the Bible to them. It's never too early to tell Bible stories to your children. It's never too early to look up an app on your phone. At Power Kids, we do the version Bible app for children. It's never too soon for your children to hear the stories about David and Goliath and to hear about the lines, Then and to hear about Jesus. Now, listen to what he said. From childhood, Timothy heard the Scripture. Now, yesterday, Vicki and I did For Kids' Sake. The For Kids' Sake class is the class we do once a month. We've been doing it for 25 years, 25 years. Think about it. I had hair that long ago, all right? Amen. I had hair 25 years ago. And it's a class for people who live in Hell Castro and Swisher County. And sadly, they're going through a divorce. And so we did that class yesterday in Plainview. And we had a woman who is a teacher there. And I always enjoy talking to teachers because I like to know what they think. And I always like to find out their opinion. And here's what this teacher told me. She said, parents send their kids to school and hope they get it. And she said, and lots of them are not getting it. And I said, okay, what, so what do we need to be doing? I'm a granddad. Hey, what do we need to be doing? She said, take a few minutes and read to your children. Take a few minutes and do numbers with your children. She said, kids can memorize zero through 100. And she said, they can do those numbers. She said, but if you hold up a piece of paper with the number 25 on it, they can't tell you what that number is. Or if you hold up a a, a number of 45 on a piece of paper, they can't tell you what it is. She said, it's so important that the parents are engaging with their children. Now, if that's true for school, don't you think it's true spiritually? It's so important that we're engaging with our children and that we don't just send them to power kids. Now, thank God you do, and we do everything we can to make sure that they get it, but that you don't just send them to power kids and hope that they get it, but that you're doing something at home. You're praying at the dinner table. You're talking about the things of God. Deuteronomy says when we sit around the table, what are we supposed to be doing? Talking about what God's doing. Then listen to the last of this. It says when you hear the Holy Scripture They're able to make you wise for salvation. You know what happens when you hear the Word of God? You find out who Jesus is and you make him your Savior and you invite him into your life. Let me read to you Proverbs 22 4. Now, I got a question. I got a question. I got a few minutes left. I want to ask you a question. How many of you would like for your children to grow up and enjoy riches, honor, and life? Let me read it to you again. You'd like for your children to grow up, as they grow up and become young adults and adults and get on their own, you would like for them to enjoy riches and honor and life. Hey, I want a dose of that. I want my kids to have it. I want my grandkids to have it. I want all five of my granddaughters to enjoy riches and honor and life. Listen to what the Scripture says. By humility and fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. You know how to make sure that your kids are successful in life? Truly successful. Okay, listen, you can be rich and not be successful. You can have a great business and not be successful. Now, I'm not picking on anybody, and and I'm not saying if you have a business that you're not successful. I don't mean that. True success, and I know you know what it is. Okay, the Bible says that God will bless you and he adds no sorrow with it. All right, listen to what it says. By humility and fear of the Lord. Can I encourage you to do two things with your kids? Number one, teach them to be humble. Teach them to be humble. Teach them to be humble and teach them to fear God. The Bible says that God resists the proud. See, if you teach your, now, now don't misunderstand me. Okay. My last name is Gray, and I my dad's name was Gray, and I grew up in the gray family, and we were taught our whole life water, blood's thicker than water. And if you fight one of us, you fight all of us. I was raised like that. Okay, if you punch my brother, you gotta punch me too, because we're all fighting. Okay, that's just how I was raised. And I'm and I'm not against that. Now, Pastor's supposed to say he's against fighting, but you know what I'm saying, right? Pastor, don't get up and say it's okay to fight, right? Because then, then we'll all get in trouble. Amen. I don't mean that. But I understand being proud of who you are and from your family. I don't mean that. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm talking about that kind of pride that God doesn't like. You know what I'm talking about. God's not asking you to be a rug for somebody. God's okay with you being proud of who you are. But it's when you're proud to the place that you don't want God, it says that God resists that. Teach your kids to be humble teach them to be humble, and teach them to fear God. Now, what does it mean to fear God? It means that I realize God's bigger than me. He's God, and I'm not. He's in charge, and I'm not. Amen? Okay, and so you do those two things, and the Scripture promises that they'll have riches, honor, and life. Listen to me, parents. Do you you have a Christian home? Now, I don't mean a perfect home, but I mean a Christian home where your kids are being raised in a Christian home? Are you living your life for Christ in front of your children and grandchildren? Are you living your life in front of them as a Christian? You know, one of the things that's so hard on kids is hypocrisy. And what do you mean, Pastor? Well, if if your Christianity is only good on Sunday, your kids are going to have a real hard time. Because, see, if you live one way on Sunday and then you live a different way the rest of the week, uh, it's hard for your kids to decipher which way they're going to go. Hey, if mom and dad are different Monday through Saturday than they are on Sunday, that's called hypocrisy. Now, I'm not looking for perfection. I'm not saying that. It's not about being perfect, but it's about recognizing our Christianity is Monday through Friday, it's Saturday, and it's Sunday. We try our best to be believers every single day. And if you do that and you don't live that lifestyle where you're two different people, your kids will do much, much better. Amen? Hey, I want you to know I'm proud of you. I enjoy doing baby dedications. I enjoy uh, just, man, seeing what God's doing in young families. Don't you? Amen. Why don't you all stand up and let me pray this morning? Now, don't forget, right after this, we're doing water baptism. So, please don't leave. Just hang out. Give me a chance to change. You get out around the tank. Uh, we heated it up. But with the weather the way it is, we don't, didn't need to heat it too much. And uh, so, let me pray. Father God, I love you. I'm thankful for these young families. Father, I'm thankful that Jesus, your Lord over our homes and our families. And that, Lord, no matter what we're facing, no matter what we're going through, your grace is on our lives. Father, I thank you for babies. I thank you for families that want to dedicate their children to you and that your grace is on them. Father, I thank you for water baptisms, for people who are making a decision to follow Christ, both young and old. And as we do water baptisms, God, it's not just a ceremony. It's not just a symbol. Your hand is on it. And, Lord, good things are happening in our lives as we do baby dedications and water baptisms. And, Father God, I'm thankful for it in Jesus' name. And Everybody said amen. Amen. All right. If you're getting baptized, go get changed. And uh, hang around for a few minutes. Let me change, and we'll uh, shout for Jesus.